This is Keep It Simple, a weekly discussion of significant issues regarding the Word of God and His people. Our host is Pastor Xavier Reese, Senior Pastor of Calvary Chapel, Pasadena, and the Simple Truths Radio Ministries. Good day, and welcome to Keep It Simple, weekly internet talk show of the Simple Truths Radio Network with Pastor Xavier Reese. How you doing, Pastor X? Good, good. Enjoying this uh, little break in the weather for us. <laughs> yeah, it was nice to see some overcast in the sky. Also with us in the studio today, our production engineer, Jonathan Duran. So, so we've been doing this for going on five years now. Sixteen. Yeah, in Jerusalem. <laughs> also with us in the studio, our uh, video consultant, Pastor Sam Torado, making us look good. <laughs> Today, Pastor Xavier, very appropriate topic for the broadcast. We're going to spend some time talking about really uh, the relationship between the Lord and the country that we live in, the United States, of both our history and the, the uh, uh, predicament that we have gotten ourselves into in these latter days. Pastor X, God has always known about the world that we live in, even in biblical times. He knew the end of days was on the horizon, and the situation of our world would eventually become, boil down to what it is today. And the thing that, that makes understanding the world so much clearer for you and I, for believers really, is the situation of the nation Israel. Israel really is the key, isn't it, as we look at the world at large? The prophecy is always regarding Israel. Amen. In the United States, anybody else. Now there's some other players on the end of things. Russia, um, China. Egypt always shows up, uh, Syria, some of the other nations in that area. Uh, it's the Middle East, not, not the West. Amen. Amen. And it's interesting, I think it's hard for people, you know, growing up in the 20th and 21st century, as they look at the way that God addresses the world situation from the Middle East, and they see the world as Western-oriented from the U.S. and Great Britain and Europe, and yeah. but they, they really, it's just a mindset that you need to be able to understand. Um, God certainly holds nations accountable for what they do. I mean, we... Most of the time, as a, as a church of believers, we talk to individuals, you know, or families. We will talk to families from time to time and deal with them concerning their situation, their issues. But God really sees the bigger picture, and he deals with nations. He sure. judges, sure. brings judgment upon nations. Yeah. He says um, um, the nations are a drop in the bucket. That's Amen. where the saying comes from the scriptures. Uh, they're insignificant. God is the one who created this whole world. Um, he began the process of chronological time out of eternity. And uh, we measure time by past, present, and future. It will run its course um, by all that we can see. I believe we're close to the end. Now, no man knows the day or the hour, but we Amen. do have signs that we can see. And certainly this whole um, uh, worldwide pandemic crisis that has been uh, fabricated Amen. in overreach to bring people first into economic collapse and second to allow people to die and thirdly to control the rest. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, more people die from the influenza if you do the math. Yeah. So all the statistics, all the math, all the hype, it's an exaggerated 
um, planned out plot. What do they say? The plandemic. Fear in the heart of people. Amen. To see how far people will bow the knee and be quacking ducks. And certainly the preparation from the Western perspective is the universities. For uh, 50, 60 years, we've taught people to be little girls, cowards, to go hide and to just submit and to think of themselves and to not challenge authority, regardless of what it is. Well, our Constitution is completely opposite that. We are a rule of law, and rule of law means there's right and wrong. And you confront the evildoer. You confront the criminal. You don't bow the knee to them. You don't give in to them. You oppose them. And so everything that we see around the United States and the world is the philosophy of socialism, uh, Marxism, and communism. But it's a, it's a global mentality. Yeah. Amen. To, um, to take hold of all. Right now in Australia, you cannot go more than five or six kilometers from your house. This is in the city of Melbourne, I yes, think. Yes, and if yeah. you go shopping, only one person can go. You can't go in mm-hmm. twos. Uh, the banks are next. And actually in, in Melbourne, Australia, they did that in response to seven people dying. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah the ridiculous. Yeah. Seven people drowning in a cup of water. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> It, it, it happens. It's ridiculous. I was watching a, a broadcast yesterday, and they were saying that, I mean, the whole state of Texas is shut down. In two of the major counties, uh, they had one person die in one county, and no, no people die in the other county. Absolutely And, and the ridiculous. whole economy of the, of the state is shut down. The sadder condition is the, the, the willingness of people to believe lies without checking them out. Amen. The willingness of people to be motivated by fear rather than facts or science this is not science. This is bad math. Yeah. Well, um, it's but again, we know as Christians, this is coming. Amen. We know that the world is going to be a one world under the Antichrist. Amen. This is the dress rehearsal for the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. It's a This step is by in step. preparation for it. Amen. And God will judge the nations. He has, he's judged nations in the past. Uh, Babylon, Medo-Persia, Greece, Rome, um, the next... A confederacy is a ten-nation confederacy of the Antichrist. Do you believe, Pastor X, that nations have been accountable for their actions and attitude towards Israel throughout history? Oh, yeah. I mean, we don't see the immediate results, so we can miss them. God may even not judge that nation during that generation. He may Mm -hmm. do it the next generation. And so it doesn't matter. It's God who's in control. It's God who knows what's right and wrong. It's God who is going to do these things. And when he does everything, it's always just. It's always holy. It's always what's right. And so he knows the intent, the heart of man is evil continually. Genesis 6, 5, from the beginning. Um, Jeremiah, again, you're talking almost um, uh, 4,000 years later, 3,500 years. He says the heart of man is deceitful, desperately wicked. And Jesus, uh, at 6,000 years, uh, 4,000 years, he says that the heart is deceitful, fornication, adultery, so on and so forth. It's the same thing. Man has never changed. Man is a rebel. Man is um, an enemy of God. Uh, man tries to usurp the place of God. And we see this in these elite governors, mayors, city governors, um, and political leaders, Amen. be it the Congress or the Senate or be it whoever's ruling China, Russia, whatever. They believe they are God. 
but God is the one that has the last well, they, say. They certainly don't believe they're answerable. No. You know, they have no, no responsibility. They, right. It's upon them, you know, just like the book of Kings, uh, to do what they think is right in their right. own their own eyes. Right. And the reason they do it is because they can. Yeah. They exactly. have the power. It's interesting, you know, the United States poses a problem to this global evolution of creating a one-world economy and government because, and I think, I'm interested in your opinion, I think it's because of the Christian heritage that we had in the foundation of our nation. Sure. The leaders who were involved, who were uh, biblically influenced and directed men and women who were responsible for the this experiment, you know, this a republic that we have here, yeah. and they created basically what today is a problem for all for China and for sure. the other totalitarian sure. nations of the world. Yeah. And, and from the beginning, when the nation was established, um, they went through the very difficult times to to finalize. I think people have no idea. They have no idea. Yeah. The United States uh, established as a constitutional republic mm-hmm. was was fought against from the beginning. And once it was established, it continued to be fought against because of the rights, the benefits, the liberties that it affords to each individual that's endowed by their creator, not by government. Government takes freedom away. Yeah. God endows freedom. And this is, it's interesting you mention that because if you look carefully at the you know, the Constitution, the preamble, even the Declaration of Independence and those those documents and the correspondence of those guys. And I haven't looked at it much, but you see their intention to limit the size and the scope of government. Yes, that absolutely. was I mean, they were radical in that direction. They wanted to keep the government from infringing upon the, the rights of people. And now you and I, you know, we're living in the 21st century in a right. place where everybody thinks, Government needs to take care of everything. It needs to be the biggest. Yeah, we're down for uh, 246 years, something like that, Yeah. Uh, after the declaration. Uh, but in the beginning, um, these uh, officers uh, of Congress or Senate, mm-hmm. they were to do their time and then go back and live in society yeah. under the laws they passed. Mm-hmm. They were not exempt from those laws. Not today we have pol- um, professional politicians they live at Capitol Hill. Yeah, they live they, above the law. They are exempt from the laws they pass. They benefit themselves. They're, they're thieves with a license. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting how you can, you can never convict um, a member of Congress or a member of the Senate. Of course. Or any president administration of insider trading on the stock market. Right, Although right. these people, all, many of them do that. Yep. They take advantage of information. They buy and sell stocks and equities, and they make huge profits, and nobody will touch them. Right. Governor Newsom just got charged with that $3 million property that his cousin gave him and all yeah. that yeah. to escape taxes. Yeah, it's a tax. Yeah, the thing them. that breaks my heart, though, Pastor X, is that we don't have a, an education system that allows us to understand the facts of the foundation, the Christian foundation. No, it's, it's lost. It's gone. Um, the republic has been fought against continually, and um, you see it progressively into the fact that nobody ever says it's a republic. Yeah, even the Democrats or Republicans or congressmen or senators or newscasters or the average American says, well, we're a democracy. No, we're not. We have never been a democracy. Amen. We have been a republic constitution, which is a rule of law. In a rule of law, 
you are judged by your peers and you take the evidence and you take all the witness and you then they try you your peers and you are innocent till proven guilty that's what republic is rule of law now from there you go into a democracy, which is the worst form of government. That's the majority <laughs> rule. It's pretty bad. So if you have 20 people, 19 are a bunch of perverts, and they're going to vote on what kind of movies That's you should it. have, yeah. the perverts are going to win. Uh, it's the worst form of government. Yeah. And because people from, are corrupt. Right, absolutely. And mm. then from there, you move into um, oligarchy, mm. a rule of few over many. That's what we have today. Yes. And the next step is anarchy, I said, 12, 14 years ago. We see it now. It's coming. Because the Democratic Party has promoted social unrest. They have tied the hands of good, moral, hardworking people and given license to destructive anarchists and leftist socialist Marxists to destroy yeah. the cities of America. Mm -hmm. They're the culprits, and God will hold them responsible. Amen, he will. You know, the real history of our nation is pretty exceptional in so many ways. And all that we hear from the mainstream media or in education is that all of these men who are responsible for the formation of the nation, they were all slaveholders. Yeah. And the reality is that there were probably more of those founding fathers who were committed abolitionists yes. than slave owners. I mean, people like Alexander Hamilton, who founded the first abolition organization in New York, yes. you know, and so many others that fought against slavery urgently. Right. But these guys, they're, they're going to get no airspace right. in our modern right. culture, right. unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and, it was, and it was the African nations that, that pushed the slavery. They sold their own sure. people. The Muslim nations, okay, The Muslim nations they are the did. ones. Yeah. When... Um, when um, Franklin, uh, was, Jefferson, Jefferson was yeah. uh, doing the whole attack against the Muslims. Barbary pirates, yeah. You know, there were there were pirates that disrupting our trade and mm -hmm. everything else. That's why he he took the Quran and he had a book to <laughs> find is. out how to yeah. deal with them. That's right. Not that he honored them. Not that he respected them. Yeah. He wasn't practicing again, Islam. <laughs> no. Again, they they take things out of context. They twist history to their own benefit to deceive people. Yeah. It's unfortunate. You know, you can't look at the, the founding fathers of our nation and not think that it was an act of God to put these men together at such a time to formulate and come up with uh, the system of government that we've had. And, and we look at it, and it, it's frustrating mm -hmm. because you have congressmen, you've got senators, and then you've got the same thing in the states, yeah. and you've got the executive, then you've got the courts, and it seems like it just moves slower than molasses in January, but... Uh, in looking at it critically, you realize a lot of that was intentionally done sure. so that people could not corrupt the system quickly. Right, right. And, uh, That's why you have the three branches of government. Amen. Checks, so and, balances. checks and balances. Yeah. Well, um, it slowly but surely, they conflated them, and Obama totally conflated them and destroyed mm -hmm. individual powers and separation. And so we have a shadow government, in effect. And so um, there are forces at work that, to me, they're demonic. Yeah. Amen. Uh, this is the, they the, are. Pro the problem of the world, if you're listening, it's not financial. Mm -hmm. It's not political. It is spiritual. Amen. That men and women have turned their back on God. They have made themselves God. They refuse to acknowledge their evil or to stop people who do evil. 
Um, the scriptures tell us that all that has to happen for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. And that's what's happening. In fact, these politicians, uh, the latest uh, advice was in Chicago that if uh, if somebody comes up and robs you or something, just give them your cell phone. Don't resist. Yeah, they want your car. In let Minneapolis. Them, yeah. In Minneapolis. Let yeah. them have it. Are you kidding me? Yeah. 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 That's ridiculous. So again, we were teaching people to be cowards, little girls, not to stand up for their rights and their liberties or to protect their wives or children or families or property. Well, it really is. It's the abrogation of the rule of law. Yep. It's, we have all these laws, but they really don't mean anything. Don't, don't mean, do what they say. They don't mean a thing. It's They're wild. protecting the criminal. Yeah, exactly. The, uh, the, the, the powers at large by the Democratic Party is protecting the criminal. Amen. And sacrificing the hardworking American. You know, back to the, the beginning of the formation of the nation, I think most people don't know that up until the time of the Constitution, the the 13 colonies all operated as 13 separate countries. Right. Basically, they were all completely individual. And it was fascinating to me when I found out that at the Constitutional Convention, as they were trying to put this government thing together, they had to vote unanimously. It couldn't be a majority. It couldn't be two-thirds. Right. All 13 had to agree unanimously in order for an issue to be put into uh, the Constitution in any way. And that is really, unfortunately, the reason that slavery was not eliminated from the very beginning. Right. It would have been without the the uh, ag- the uh, agricultural states, Maryland, right. specifically. It's interesting that the founding fathers didn't institute a state religion, even though they were basically, most of them were believing Christians and uh but they refuse to institute. Why? Why is that, Pastor X? Because that's the whole situation of the world. Every country has a state religion right. in 1780. Why well, did they not do it? Well, they didn't. Congress couldn't pass any law to favor any one denomination. That is the context Amen. of uh, the wall between church and state. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was the thought that um, that there was going to be one denomination set up, and 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 no. The, 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 the declaration of the letter of Jefferson was for that be a one-way wall for the government not to intrude in the state, mm-hmm. I mean, in the church. And so it was to protect the church from government, Amen. but they've twisted it around. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like freedom of religion, not freedom from religion. That's what it's become. They, they've changed the proposition. Yeah. Okay? They've changed it. It's freedom of religion. And that religion that the Constitution speaks about and the Bill of Rights and all is the Christian faith of the Bible, the God of the Bible, not Islam, not Buddhism, nothing but Christianity, Mm -hmm. the Judeo-Christian principle. Now, people hate Christianity more today than ever before, Mm -hmm. and we've got a bunch of pagans and atheists and people that are globalists and they want to have their way because they have the power. Yeah, they do, unfortunately. So, you know, I know that, for instance, I know that there's correspondence between, for instance, George Washington and Jewish groups. He wrote to different synagogues and people, and he encouraged them. And I think he was, you know, reaffirming to them the fact that even though, you know, there were no no real representation for Jewish people in the formation of the nation, but they were they were open. They were not sure. going to infringe upon their right. worship right. or their, right. their ability right. to worship. And and there was also probably a minority of people 
some practicing Islam right. and and, 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 and and they were protected under the Constitution. Amen. You can you can worship a rock if you want under our Constitution. Legally, yeah. You can't force anybody to worship that rock, yeah. but they can worship that rock if they want to. Amen. As long as they're not going to try to overthrow government or to bring harm to civilians, then you have that freedom. And so, but but it has to be a complete distortion of history and of the documents of the Federalist Papers, the Bill of Rights, Constitution, everything that they are not talking about the Judeo-Christian God of the Bible, Jesus Christ. They name him by name. Yes. But again, for the last 120 years, it's been slowly removed mm -hmm. in the universities and public school education. So now we have a bunch of pagans and um, um, moralists without any morals or, or ethics. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's the problem. So you've got humanism. Mm -hmm. Humanism says, we are God. That's we it. don't need God. No, you do. Look at the mess that we've created. Yeah, exactly. And so it, now you get to choose who lives and who dies because you twist the, the, the whole... Let's just take the simple deception of, of 120 years of saying that the earth is overpopulated mm -hmm. and that we're not going to be able to survive. Just short of 10 years, I think you can put the entire world in the state of Texas mm -hmm. with a three-bedroom house. Everybody. Now, I understand we don't all want to live in Texas and not all the land is inhabitable, but it physical, physically you could do it. Mm -hmm. But let's just take another state where the rest of the world's empty, even today. Yeah. The number of babies that are aborted yeah. worldwide and if you think that God's not going to hold people and nations responsible for killing innocent babies, yeah. euthanasia is another form of murder that's been going on in Europe for decades. Yeah. Now it's implemented here. In fact, the COVID, they're the first ones that they eliminated. It's interesting. I read an article today saying that they refused to pass a law. And I honestly, I'm sorry, I can't remember the state. They refused to pass a law to protect people in convalescent homes from COVID-19. Right. And I don't know what all the implications were, but it just sounds ridiculous. Sure. You know why? Because they get a Social Security check. Yeah. And they... They're a financial drain. And, 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 and Medicare. So uh -huh. what they're going to do, you, you, you've been killing babies for 70 years. What's well old people? Yeah. They're going to die anyway, right? That's what they say. You know, Francis Schaeffer has a book called How Should We Then Live, where he runs through all these issues. And he wrote this, gosh, in the mid-70s, yeah. 75, 76. And he talks about all these things. And it, at the time, you know, it seemed a little far-fetched. But it's kind of, it's wild just to see it coming to pass. Sure. On a, on, and, and the last six months in dramatic fashion. Right. Um, the time, you know, back at the beginning of, of our nation, and you mentioned this idea of the separation of church and state, which is something that doesn't show up anywhere in the Constitution. It's just from a letter by that Thomas Jefferson wrote to a Christian group who was concerned about uh, the, the nation recognizing one denomination over another. Right. The requirement doesn't show up in the federal constitutions uh, of, of any states. The federal constitution doesn't require people to have 
specific faith in God in order no. to serve. But I've heard you say before that many of the states actually do. Yeah, they do. In their did. state constitutions. The state constitutions are still there. Um, and you, you couldn't hold office if you didn't pledge allegiance to Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I mean, you have them um, all And they're over. still on the books. They're still on the books. Wow. They're still on the books. Um, you can't miss them. Um, see if I can find it here. I know that there are many of the founding fathers that came out. I mean, Patrick Henry specifically uh, talked about how that the nation was founded by believers in Jesus Christ and the necessity of a biblical faith in order to maintain that, you know, you, you can't put enough policemen on the street to make people do the right thing. Right. The bottom line is if there is no fear of God in the hearts of people, then unfortunately there is little that you can do to really persuade them because people conduct themselves, uh, you know, without the benefit of yeah. public scrutiny. Yeah, here we go. The Founding Fathers had uh, requirements for uh, those wanting to hold office in states. Let me give you one. The Constitution of Delaware, Article 22, in a good, is a good example. It declares, and I'm quoting, Every person who shall be chosen a member of either house or appointed to any office or place of trust shall make and subscribe the following declaration to wit. I, and then you put your name in, do profess faith in God, the Father, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, and in the Holy Ghost, one God, blessed forevermore. And I do acknowledge the Holy Scriptures of the Old and New Testament to be given by divine inspiration. Wow. That, that, is, that is more solid than most pastors have today. Amen. Certainly seminaries. Amen. Every state has these constitutions. Yeah. Yeah. Every one of them. They're still on the books. Yeah. It's just kind of amazing. The, the sad thing, I mean, that's, that's eye-opening. But the other thing is, is that for whatever reason, there doesn't seem to be any motivation to hold people to oaths of office. I mean, we've had uh, high-ranking officials, even presidents, who swear to uphold the Constitution. Right. And then months later, they'll come out and say, well, you know, the Constitution's a dead article. It really has no influence over yeah. us. And I mean, I just, it's hard to believe. Yeah. Well, when you make that a living document, that means that you can change it to the culture. Right. It is not a living document. It says what it, it says. Is, it is an objective, true constitutional yeah. document. Amen. It means what it says, and it says what it means. And you have the ability to amend different things, to add amendments, for the nation as it grows, develops into future society. But any of those changes cannot contradict the basic foundation Amen. of that constitution. Now, Obama was an incredible master at destroying constitution. Yeah. He said he was a constitutional professor who gets an F minus. Uh, he is the greatest enemy of America. It's amazing. And so um, uh, even the early court's ruling in 1887, the Church of Holy Trinity in New York employed a clergyman for England as his pastor, and his employment was challenged by the United States Attorney General's office as a violation of the law. This was the court's ruling, and I'm quoting, quote, No purpose of action against religion can be imputed to any legislation, state or national because this is, uh, we, this is a religious people. This is a Christian nation. Talk about the United States. Amen. Now, Obama said over and over, we're no longer a Christian nation. Yeah. He was wrong. Mm -hmm. 
He's not a Christian. He wishes it wasn't a Christian nation, but there's still many Christians in there. That's the only reason God's mercy has been over the United States. And the way things are looking, if God has given the United States up, and God's going to judge the United States, we're going to find out in November. Amen. Amen. If that's true or not. Yeah. And there are, certainly there are repercussions either way. Right. Because there's a whole world of opposition to the Christian truth. And if we have godly people elected to office in this country, there's certainly going to be some repercussions with the international community. And if, if not, then we'll see all those repercussions in, in the United States. Pastor X, what do you think the founding, founding fathers would say to the current state of our government system regarding religious freedom? They would weep. They would. I they would right. weep. Yeah. One day a woman asked about Benjamin Franklin, says, well, what do you give me? Asked the document, the form of government. He said, we have given you a republic, madam, if you can hang on to it. Amen. It's been totally destroyed and distorted. Yeah. A republic's a rule of law. We have abandoned the law. We have fulfilled Isaiah 520. They call good evil and evil good. Uh, I remember Barack Obama. He, uh, he loved to uh, liken himself to Abraham Lincoln. But the truth of the matter, Obama is completely opposite of the greatest president of America, Abraham Lincoln. Um, Lincoln's words are the following. Uh, you cannot bring about prosperity by discouraging thrift. You cannot strengthen the weak by weakening the strong. You cannot help the wage earner by pulling down the wage payer. This is what Newsom and all of them are doing. You cannot further the brotherhood of man by encouraging class hatred. That's what they're doing. You cannot help the poor by destroying the rich. This is what they're doing. You cannot keep out the trouble by spreading more, spending more than you earn. That's what they've been doing. Well, I don't know what we're at, 28 trillion? Something like that something, in debt? Yeah. You cannot build character and courage by taking away man's incentive and independence. You cannot help men permanently by doing for them what they could and should do for themselves. Wow. Amazing, isn't it? Winston Churchill said, Quote, socialism is a philosophy of failure, the creed of ignorance, the gospel of envy. Its inherent virtue is equal sharing of misery. <laughs> That's what America's people want? That's what these Democrats want? Churchill is something. Wow. <laughs> it's interesting. You know, Margaret Thatcher said, socialism's all really good until you run out of other people's money. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, you know, everybody uh, taking a knee. All you guys out there taking a knee. All you athletes, shame on you. Yeah. Listen to Theodore Roosevelt's uh, ideas on immigrants and being an American in 1919 were the following words. Quote, in the first place, we should insist that if immigrants um, who uh, comes should insist that it, the immigrant who comes here in good faith becomes an American and assimilates himself to us. He shall be treated on the exact quality, equality with everyone else, not because of creed or birthright or origin, but this is pre predicated upon the person becoming in every facet an American and nothing but an American. There can be no divided allegiance here. Any man who says he is an American, but something else also isn't an American at all. We have room for but one flag, 
one American flag. We have room but for one language, the English language. We have room but for one sole loyalty, and that is the loyalty of the, to the American people. Wow. Amazing. Powerful How far stuff. we have fallen. Amen. If you just tuned in, you're listening to Keep It Simple. We'll be right back with you after these messages. Have you ever wondered what the Bible says about the rapture or angels or even about life and death? Well, in the new doctrinal series of the Bible, just released by Pastor Xavier Reese, you'll discover answers to these questions and so much more. In this brand new USB flash drive and MP3 audio format, you'll find over 50 messages included from a sermon series entitled, What About? You'll hear these full-length messages answering numerous questions about God, the Scriptures, and the Christian faith. It's the What About? Doctrinal Series of the Bible, available now for just $19.99 plus shipping from the online store at calvarychapelpasadena.com. It's a PC-Mac compatible MP3 audio USB flash drive from Pastor Xavier Reese from his What About? Doctrinal Series for just $19.99 plus shipping. Available now in the online store at calvarychapelpasadena.com. That's calvarychapelpasadena.com. Pastor Xavier Reese with the simple truth about the essence of faith. You ever see a mother duck? She goes to the water and all the little duckies, they just follow her on. We're to follow. So often we want to understand. I'm not supposed to follow because I understand. Very simple. He knows the end from the beginning. Check the online program guide for Pastor Xavier Reese's daily expositional studies here on Simple Truths Radio at CalvaryChapelPasadena.com. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock, Jesus said. And the rain fell and the floods came, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. Pastor Xavier Reese says, by allowing the Lord's wisdom to guide us in our relationships, decisions, and priorities, we find that He provides the most trustworthy foundation any life could be built upon. And that's why he's presenting a teaching series on the basic foundations for the Christian faith. In it, he explains the importance of the Word of God, the gifts of the Spirit, the function of prayer and worship, and so much more. The Basic Foundations for the Christian Faith is a 12-message series available on audio CD for $32 or an MP3 disc for just $10 in the online store of Calvary Chapel, Pasadena. Look for the Basic Foundations for the Christian Faith series when you browse the online store at calvarychapelpasadena.com. We return now to Keep It Simple and this week's discussion addressing issues of consequence for the church. Hosted by Pastor Xavier Reese of Calvary Chapel, Pasadena. And you're back with us here at Keep It Simple. Today we're talking about uh, the relationship of the nation, the United States, to God and uh, the government that we have here, the foundations of it. We spent some time talking about the history. And Pastor Xavier, it's interesting how the leaders of the pop culture, not just people in government, but people uh, who are so influential in uh, media and other areas, they've really taken it upon themselves to convince the country that our founders never intended Christianity or biblical principle to be involved in the government function. And really, the thing is, it's just startling if you have any knowledge of the history at all. Sure, sure. But again, it's very slow, it's very progressive. It has been. Um, you know, when you look at China, uh, Mao's Cultural Revolution, mm-hmm. um, he just took over. 
and he shut all schools down and everything and burnt books and everything. Um, by the way, they just burned all kinds of Bibles in Oregon yeah. uh, on the street. I saw that. Okay? And, uh, and then he put people into re-educational camps to indoctrinate them, the propaganda. Well, while all of you have been locked up away for the six, five months, you have heard over the TV constant indoctrination and propaganda. Mm -hmm. Together alone. That's a lie. You are alone. You're not together. They knew from the beginning. They say this is the new normal. They told you from the beginning that they're not going back to the normal of freedom. They're going to take everything they can from us. Okay, they told you from the beginning. They didn't want to flatten the line. They want to flatten you. Okay, bottom line. And so, um, you know, uh, you see the distortion of man. And they, they declare themselves to be academic and scientific. And, and the science and the numbers don't add up. No. There is an agenda here, an evil mm -hmm. agenda. Mm -hmm. There is no science behind it at all. They're men and women in powerful positions, uh, corrupt positions. They have a global mentality, and they are on the march. Amen. A number of times on our broadcast here, we've devoted segments to the formation of the progressive movement in the United the history of the U.S. And uh, these people were really committed to changing the nation into the shape of uh, the teachings of Karl Marx and are using those teachings sure. to destabilize the government. And there certainly are groups like that at work with us today. Sure. sure. And we're seeing that yeah. go forward. Karl Marx would have, uh, would have just been rejoicing right now. Yeah. In fact, uh, who was it that just quoted Karl Marx, one of our um, politicians? I think it was Biden. Really? If I, I could stand corrected, but one of them did. He's quoting them, okay? And so, again, that cultural revolution of China, of Mao. Well, we did the reverse. From the 60s on, all the, all the people sent their kids to the re-educational camps, the universities. Yeah. Humanism, mm -hmm. socialism, Marxism, communism, anti-American, anti-military, anti-Christian, anti-police, anti-everything. Yeah. Yeah. The crazy thing is, is you have the sense that these groups, they don't really represent the people of the country no. in mass. No, they don't. But they have the loudest voice, and they get the best coverage. Right. Well, because they have a bunch of stupid people following them. Amen. They well, believe they believe the trash. And as I, I quoted before, you know, um, uh, socialism, um, Church, Churchill said, again, let me repeat it, socialism is a philosophy of failure, creed of ignorance, and a gospel of envy. Um, it's... Inherent virtue is the equal sharing of misery. Yeah. Socialism has never worked anywhere. Amen. Why would anybody want that? Yeah. Well, you can only convince people of socialism being good as long as you've kept them ignorant about history. Yeah. And so in the re-educational camps of public school education and university, they do not teach history so they can deceive the masses to follow them, to do their work for them. And when these guys get what they want, they'll take care of the masses. It's happened in Germany with Hitler, yeah. with Stalin, Mussolini, no different today. Amen. And, you know, it's interesting in our, in our nation uh, this year, you know, this whole thing was kind of set off by a situation of, uh, of abuse of police authority in Minneapolis with the death of this guy, George Floyd, who was, you know, he's a career criminal, 
But All regardless, you know, and, and the situation is something yeah. never should have happened, right. obviously. But the bottom line is that you see how the media, um, the media as a whole, just seized upon that yeah. one incident the, the, to create. The liberal media is the cheerleaders for this corruption. It's amazing. It they really are the cheerleaders. Is. They were supposed to be the ones that kept the politicians in check to protect the public. Mm-hmm. They are complicit with this evil. Completely. It's sad. Uh, I understand there was one of the major uh, writers, uh, commentators for MSNBC resigned yesterday and wrote a really scathing letter about the fact that they're really not presenting any kind of objective truth nope. in what they do. They're just the liars. picking and choosing yeah. specific issues. And they're just trying to get ratings, she was saying. Yeah. It's just sure, all sure. of it. Does, Did she you said, read the whole letter, Johnny? Not the whole letter, just ex- probably what you read. Excerpts? Yeah. Yeah. Excerpts yeah. of but it. But you've got them everywhere. you got Fauci. Yeah. Fauci's speaking out of his ear. Yeah, I don't he know if he know really anything. believes the things well, he says. He, he's, he's, he's partnered with Bill Gates. That tells you everything. I have no okay? idea. Fauci yeah. with Bill Gates. They're both a problem. Yeah. Now, these people want to fundamentally transform America, but certainly not according to the, the principles that were engaged by the people who founded the nation. No, not at all. They, need, they want a different America. Yeah. They, they don't want freedom. Yeah. They don't want liberty. They don't want the people to have a right, okay? So even with this whole mail-in voting, right? okay? Now let, let's, let's, let's look at what's happening. This is no accident. You've got targeted bankruptcy mm-hmm. that they can force you not to provide for your family to put food on the table, force you not to work so you cannot make your mortgage, but you still have to pay taxes, so they're bankrupting you to lose your property. Secondly, now they want voting mail-in, mm-hmm. which they're not going to count. They're going to throw away or totally just distort it. Yeah. I think anybody so, who does, if you do any research into to mail-in voter fraud, you find the incidence of voter fraud is exponential. It's right. huge compared so with anything else. So you think else. of the foundation of this country. It was mm-hmm. the right to own property, mm-hmm. liberty and freedom. Mm-hmm. and the right to vote. All those three are under attack. Amen. All three of them. From the moral perspective, the, these, these people, do they believe in, I mean, for instance, traditional marriage and the family? No, they don't. Okay. Whatever works. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's Male, female. It's kind of terrible. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Now, I've heard that, for instance, one of the principal planks of the Black Lives Matter organization is the opposition to the traditional family. All they have to do is anybody who gets to your listening, Google uh, Black Lives Matter and look at their propositional statement of their mission to destroy Western civilization and the family. Now, if you're for that, you're not my friend. Yeah. And that's not good for black people anywhere. Nope. Nope. Or any other person. Nope. Yeah. There's more abortions by blacks than any other yeah, and that's and, not by accident. Nope, and more blacks kill blacks than whites kill black. Amen. So the black community is losing all the way around, and they're not seeing it. Yeah. Because they're being deceived and indoctrinated. Because get, they get the support of the government. They get their check, they get their cheese, they get their cell phone, and many other people, not just blacks. No. By, so, by numbers, more white people. You, com- you, complace, yeah. you, you make them complacent. Yeah. All right. Rather than fending for themselves, getting ahead, they just want to get by. So even with this stimulus of, of, of unemployment, you give them 600 a week. 
So what you're doing is you're pitting employee against employer by not going back to work because I'm making more money being unemployed Some than going people, back to work. Yeah. But that check is going to stop. And then you're going to want your job back and your employer is going to say, stick it in your ear. And so now you've got a hatred from one end. Now you've got a hatred from the other end. And so now the last stages of American society, which they have played in, is now they have Americans snitching on Americans, yeah. spying on Americans. That's Russia. That's China. That's Cuba. Yeah. I've been to all three countries. We're talking about America. Yeah. Masters of evil. It's pretty tragic. Today... For those who have held on to a more traditional value system, it seems like people are literally being forced to abandon their principles or suffer some other terrible consequences. And do you think that that's what we have to look forward to if things continue the way that they are? Unless God is merciful and intervenes, this thing's going to continue. Yeah. And people, I mean, who consider themselves believers who are nominal churchgoers, they're going to be moved. They're oh, yeah. going to be affected. They're going to cave in, yeah, essentially. Absolutely. Because they're not going to really be familiar with the principles they're dealing with. They're not familiar with the, the consequences. Jesus said in the last days, men's heart will fail them because of the difficulties. You think about the stress on the average husband who has to take care of his family, make mortgages, pay taxes. Mm -hmm. So we're paying federal tax, state tax, gas tax, car tax, license tax, mm -hmm. tire tax, and whatever tax, yeah. and, and, and then we, we're told we can't work and we can't do anything and we're not supposed to get together. You know why? Because they don't want people talking and organizing and getting together against the government, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Yep. It's amazing. You know, Pastor X, one of the things that we should probably mention that I think is, is real central to the issues we're dealing with in this country is uh, we all know the names and the faces of people who are promoting this destruction in our yes. country. But there is a whole huge list of people, primarily from the Republican Party, who are complicit yes. in failing yes. to do anything to yes. oppose this destruction. Yes. And I can't, I have a hard time believing they're really ignorant about what's going on. No, they're not ignorant. Listen, there's the, 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 this is the new parties in America. Mm -hmm. It's no longer Democratic and Republic. Mm -hmm. It is those who hate America and those who love America. Amen. Those are the two new parties in America. Either you love America or you hate America. Simple. Yeah. And I, I, you wonder what kind of intimidation could possibly be placed on these people who are congressmen and senators to cause them to, um, you know, cowardly refuse to speak out and to act on behalf of their constituents. There's only two things that people understand. Yeah. Pain and money. Hmm. And if you inflict enough pain on people... They will bow. Yeah. And the communists, socialists, Marxists know this. Yeah. The other one is money because people live for money. You touch their wallet, they will bow. They, they will be they like respond. a weather vane. Amen. They will switch tracks right now with both feet. Yeah. Those are the two things. Now, you mentioned a few minutes ago, Pastor X, that as believers, you know, we've been studying the scripture for, for some years, and the, none of these things are dramatically um, surprising to us. 
We know that the world is going to go. This month, next month, 10 years, it's going to go to a global system. And uh, what we believe also a one world economy and that uh, we're going to we're rapidly moving towards electronic funds transfers. I don't know if it's the same in in every state, but I know here in California, uh, we're being powerfully encouraged to not use cash anymore at all. Uh, There are all kinds of organizations or uh, retailers, they won't make change anymore for people. I just looked at my tickets. I'm flying out Thursday. Uh-huh. And it says there, no cash will be accepted for tickets when you when you go to the airport. Okay. All right? Yeah. Okay, and the reason that they're, they're short on change, they say, it's not that we're short on change. It's that it takes more than 25 cents to make a quarter. Yeah. It's not, yeah. it's not productive to do it. This is because of all the inflation, because of the debt, because of our politicians, our presidents. Obama spent more money than all of the presidents from the beginning put together. He robbed this nation blind. He punched hole after hole in the bucket, hoping to overload the server and to crash the economy. Yeah. And it's interesting as, you know, Donald Trump became president and... Gosh, whoever thought that he would be a useful president? I have no idea. Right. I, I didn't think so. Yeah. You know, I, I I just basically was as shocked as anybody else when he started instituting real conservative ideas. But I think that people on the left, those who are promoting what you said, you know, punching holes in the bucket, yep. they really got frightened. Sure, because yeah, they the, thought they were oh, going to yeah. win. They thought Hillary's going to win. Yep. And, 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 and Trump just... They had the stake between their teeth, and Trump just yanked it and broke their teeth. Uh-huh. They didn't like that. Look. Okay. There we go. There we go. <laughs> right out. Come November. That's All it. right? Oh, see, now we're going to get banned off YouTube now for sure. I know. I was thinking that. <laughs> no big deal. I was thinking that. So, you know, and, and again, if God has given the United States up, please listen to me as you're out there. Amen. If God has given the United States up, Trump is not going to win. If God's mercy is upon us, Trump's going to win. Now, it's not going to happen automatically, so I encourage you and reprove you if you're thinking on mailing in your vote. You go personally, and you put your ballot in, and you vote. It is your privilege as an American, as well as your responsibility that you can vote who's going to be the next president. And it is so vital, so important. It depends upon the life of your children, your grandchildren, Mm -hmm. the protection of your wife, your daughters. Mm -hmm. Pastor Xavier, let's say in the eventuality that we wind up with a Democratic president uh, starting in 2021, do you think in your estimation, that we'll be able to continue homeschooling kids in this country? No, they're going to go after us. Yeah. Because they can't afford, the principle's already set. They don't want you gathering. They've even said they don't want you to have parties together. They don't want uh, even instead of having Bible studies or whatever. They don't want the church gathering. Because when people gather together, they talk. They start formulating understanding, and they start figuring things out. They do not want people to figure out the takeover of America. Yeah. 
That's what's going on. So they're going to go after the home-taught children. But the, it kind of backfired on them because, because of all this, mm-hmm. a lot of them are going into homeschooling. Yeah. Now, they're trying to stop them, prevent them from homeschooling and put an online public school, all right? But sooner or later, they're going to keep strangling. That, that, that strangulation is go from a white circle to a little circle. Yeah. They're going to do everything they can. It's Have like, you- Oh, just real quick. Just I find it interesting too how a lot of these democratic cities and states. The first thing they ban, and I'm not for drinking, but they they ban bars right away because they know that's where people talk. Right. You know, in the bar. Anything, bars, churches, family gatherings. They don't want people to get together and figure things out. Sure. Okay. In bars, I used to be in bars. You're so blitzing. Playing the devil's advocate here. Don't they do the same thing online in uh, Twitter and all the information? They they censor you. This is censorship in every yeah. way. Yeah. They censor you by not being able to gather. They censor you by telling you where you can go. They censor you by taking the stuff off the internet. Um, they 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 have whoever. It's the golden rule. Whoever has the gold rules. But didn't even Marxism? Didn't that begin in the taverns and in the bars? That's they would all talk, right? Remember that? And was it 120 years ago or whatever? So you know they know that's where. Well, yeah, but in general, yeah. I'm just saying they know that's you know people. They don't want people yeah. to talk. Yeah, like I saying. wouldn't worry about bars and about people drinking. They're not going to remember whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, the, it's, the, it's the education. It's the normal yeah, person, sure. a hardworking yeah, sure, person. Sure. Um, the guy who's in the bar and he's an alcoholic. He's going to die early anyway. He's not going to be very productive. They're not worried about him. Sure. They're worried about the people that are educated, people that are smart, people that have common sense, people that have something to lose, like a family, like a wife, like children. That's who they're worried about. Sure. Amen. Yeah. I guess the point being they just want people talking. Yeah. 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 As believers in Christ, we have a, a greater responsibility than other people. Absolutely. We're doing it right now. Yeah. We have a responsibility to speak out and to be a witness Mm -hmm. in the way that we conduct ourselves and the way that we influence the lives of other people. And you you see, you know, as, again, Francis Schaeffer's book, How Should We Then Live?, the church being marginalized and fragmented. People people are concerned about evil, but not concerned enough to do anything. As long as it's far enough away as next door and it's not knocking at my door, then I'm going to hunker down right. and protect myself and stay in my house and worry about yeah. my family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is a tactic of the enemy. It's mm-hmm. warfare tactics. Mm-hmm. Terrorism. Yeah. You isolate people yeah. so you can pick them off. Yeah. You, you, you disjoin them. You don't let them get together because as we get together, our Second Amendment is against government to protect ourselves from government, not to just kill people. We bear arms against oppressive and tyrannical government. Yeah. We, are, we are duty-bound to remove it and replace it. That's what the Second Amendment is. So some of you guys need to go back to school and learn what that is. Amen. Amen. Pastor X, you know, one of the things we mentioned in the beginning is the Lord saw all this coming a long time ago. Yeah. He, he knew, you know, uh, um, uh, in... The scripture tells us that in the latter days, uh, that the love of many will grow cold because of lawlessness. Right, and this is some. This got to be happening in this country, yeah. where people's willingness to care and to be compassionate and to reach out to people. When you see violence on the street, you know your your options become greatly limited. Right. How do we exhort believers to be 
witnesses to this. Well, it's always been like that. We got to remember that the Christianity came in under Rome. Amen. Roman time was oppressive. You didn't mess with Rome. No. Rome used to line up her streets and her roads with crucified people so that when you're coming into the city, whatever city it is, you would be reminded you can have a good time, enjoy yourself, but if you mess with Rome, you're going to be up on the cross. You're going to be nailed to a tree. Yeah. So it's intimidation. I told you two things, pain and money. Mm-hmm. Those are the only two things people respond to absolutely every time. And this is what it is. It's oppression. It's threatening. It's following through with those threats. And so you open up, they'll shut. We have Pastor MacArthur, John MacArthur. Mm-hmm. They turn off his electricity, I believe, or they, the yeah, health they department. Water okay. too. They, in the water too. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay? The government has no intrusion into the church. And so we have to make some decisions, each of us individually, and see what God has. But the, we, the church is the biggest threat against all these democratic, socialist, Marxist, communist leaders. Yeah, yeah I think Absolutely. I, I think as of the 31st, they threatened uh, fines and possible arrest, yes. arrest as yeah, well. Yeah, you have fines and arrest. So, yeah. We've got to pray for him. we got to keep him in prayer. Yeah. Amen. Amen. God, give us wisdom, mm-hmm. you know, and, and encourage people to stay in the word. And, in, you know, we need to encourage people to continue to meet. To gather together. Yep. Do yeah. not Amen. be home. You go to church. Amen. Meet outside. Amen. Meet in groups. Amen. You do not let them stop you from going to church or being the church. Yes. Mm-hmm. More the early Christian church, they were under persecution, oppression. They were cast to the lions. They were crucified. They were chased. They were imprisoned. Even in our t- contemporary day in Russia, Siberia, Cuba, China everywhere and so we were in christian disneyland the united states disneyland is closed now (laughs) literally the rides are over (laughs) now they get scary rides yeah (laughs) so buckle up it's mr toad's wild ride (laughs) yeah (laughs) right (laughs) and so you're out there if you don't know jesus christ i would encourage you to lift your heart to the lord ask him forgive you of your sins so he can save you and you be looking for Jesus. Get into the Bible. Understand what His will is for your life. And that nothing can separate you from the love of God. And so hang in there. Walk with the Lord. Put on the armor. Do everything you can. Fight the good fight and end up standing. Because greater is He that is in you than he that is in the world. Amen. And be looking for Jesus. He's coming for His church Amen. any day now. Keep Amen. it simple. Thank you, Pastor X. And, you know, we are considering these things, and, you know, we encourage people to be proper students of history and to know what they believe and be wise in the way that they conduct themselves. And we pray, you know, every day for the protection of people's families. The Lord, watch over and bless and keep them. been listening to Keep It Simple with your host, Pastor Xavier Reese on Simple Truths Radio. We hope today's broadcast has informed, encouraged, and challenged you in your own personal walk with Christ. For more information regarding Simple Truths Radio Ministries or Calvary Chapel Pasadena, please visit calvarychapelpasadena.com. 
We hope you'll be back for our next discussion. And may God richly bless your day.